election was yesterday, all around the country, midterm election. What we're going to do tonight is talk about how does that affect the small business and the small business that you're running out there, you owners of small businesses, because that's what we do. My name's Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my long-term business partner, Adam Sunhalter. We're business coaches, and tonight we're going to talk about how the election affects businesses. So many good business people decide not to get involved in politics. They don't have the time, etc., etc. Well, that attitude has gone for decades and basically delivered up the, the mixed bag of, well, I'll be kind and, and say people who are running the, the government for us on the federal level, all levels, quite frankly. We're going to talk about, again, how that affects businesses. Uh, what do you think, Adam? We're going to have a good show tonight? Or are you going to get depressed? That's a, no, that was just a sigh of relief. I'm trying to enjoy some of the the pain-free silence of not having to listen to political ads every five seconds, Jack. I mean, well, I just, they uh, said today is starting the uh, run for the for 2020, 2020 yeah, presidential I'm sure. race. But but the, the 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 nonstop barrage of political ads, everything else that makes most folks, you know, myself included, just want to puke um, <laughs> before we even get to election day. You know. But uh, no, yeah, this is a topic that we've had. We've had lots of discussions about. Um, there's rarely a client that we talk to that we that we haven't talked to them about this whole idea about getting involved. This is something that you know. I know you know we don't always necessarily agree upon this, Jack. And I know you're much you're a big proponent of some things. That's the part we'll we'll get into tonight during during the show. But there's 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 some reasons why. And so um, not only talking about you know how this this current election and some some thoughts we've got on on the results here in terms of how it you know can can impact your business, but I think bigger picture wise, why as an owner of a business should you be interested in and get involved some way? in the political realm. Now, I know when I say that, many of you probably already clicked off or it's it's like nails on a chalkboard and the idea of going back and forth. And, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I have no time for that. I have absolutely no time to get involved with, with, with the mess that Jack, you were just talking about in terms of what's going on. And as we often say here on the air, we say off the air too, whenever somebody says, I don't have time, that's code for you have yet to tell me or convince me why what you're talking about is important enough for me to make time for it, okay? And so part of what we're going to spend tonight's show on is to help you understand and give you some real insight in terms of why it's important to get involved. And not only that, but as we're a very big, big proponent subject, is we're going to give them some ideas about how, how to get involved, how to get started to get involved, because oh, it can be very overwhelming, to how figure is, out how to start how out. Is what, how is what we do? We answer those how questions, right? Yes, we do. And we're going to mess around with trying to answer how questions today on the prickly subject of why should you not be involved in politics in some way? And don't tell me you don't know how, because we're going to tell you how you can start with no cash, no money, just a commitment to go learn about the government that ruins your life if you let it or it can enhance your life in ways that you can't even imagine. So to get involved, we, we're looking for good people to get involved, good younger people especially, to get involved with the government at any level really just to start. 
Prickly politics, Jack. That's that's Prickly a good uh, good alliteration. Pee pee. That's right. But, all right. So hold, hold that pee pee thought for a second. So so maybe tell people in terms of getting involved. You spark my my thoughts here, Jack. If, if folks here want to get involved, there's lots of ways to do that. Easiest way is to is to call into the studio. We got Sean sitting by. You can get us at four four zero nine four six nine four six eight. Actually, just learned that earlier today that actually that's a text number as well. People can text that number. So um, I'm not sure how that kind of goes, but text it in, see what see what you find out. But uh, you can call or text that number four four zero nine four six nine four six eight. It's a very simple number to remember because we're on what W. Is that number again, Adam. It's it's four four zero nine four six nine four six eight. We're on WINT. And the 946 is W-I-N. So it's 440-W-I-N and then W-I-N-T. So it's pretty easy to remember. Not for me. It give, a call, you give a call into us. Again. You what can, is it again? 440-946-9468. And Sean's sitting by waiting for your calls. You can do email, radio at MaximumVP.com, or you can tweet at us at MaximumVP for our company, for at JackMMVP. For Jack Mancini or at Adam Sonhalter, you can tweet at us. So lots of ways to kind of get involved. But I want to talk a couple wait, highlights. Wait, 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 I'm still stuck on the. Te- was that a text or was that a phone call that came? In? Phone call. Okay. Phone call. We're trying to get our system ironed out. That's here. all right. So we have we have engineers who are smarter than us to take care of this stuff, it. Jack. They can send a pigeon. Okay, pigeons work well too. <laughs> <laughs> we All know right. that one well. Okay. So let me let me just talk. And if you know, again, you haven't heard political ads the last uh, 24 hours, but you probably heard a lot of a lot of summations about uh, the races, what's happened here and there, and red waves and blue waves and purple waves and this wave and that wave, and I'm going to do the wave at the game and everything else. But what does it mean? What does it mean for you as an owner of a business? You know, so, so so you look at you look at things like what happened in New York with uh, I love the first name Alexandria. That's that's my daughter's first name. But Alexandria Ocasio Cortez became the youngest female ever elected to office in terms of you know being in the House of Representatives. Twenty nine year old in New York, young lady who was working at, who was working in a bar last year at this time. Now all of a sudden she's a congressperson, Jack. That's how the system was designed to bring people from all walks of life into the system, get elected, ideally debate issues, that, that, that's long forgotten, but ideally debate issues and get a good cross-section of the country. So you want young people, you want older people. You don't want what I believe, I, and I'd, I'd be willing to bet that I'm pretty close, 70% of the makeup of the, the Congress is attorneys. And that's just not right. And I got to believe that's a big, big reason that things are so screwed up. But uh, that's well, another another subject in a few no, that's minutes. That's okay. Here. Well, let me give a quick background on her. So you, you may have heard about her back in the summertime. She defeated an incumbent who had been a 10 term. So 10 terms in Congress is 20 years. So the the, 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 the sitting congressperson hadn't faced a, a primary challenge in, in, since 2004. So in 14 years, this this incumbent hadn't had right, had nobody challenging him. That's the House. For the House. That's the Senate, right. Yes. So n- n- nobody was was challenging him, right? So for the first time in 14 years, he, he had a challenger come up, and she actually beat him. So to me, it's a great it's a great story. To your point, Jack, it's how the system was originally designed to have anybody who's a citizen here of a certain Certain age to be able to be able to, to, to represent th- their people, right? So what you know, you know, what a great story. So we have a 29-year-old bartender 
Wait a minute. I don't know what the age is of the initial, the, the earliest you can. I think 25 might be it, Jack, for Congress. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. But, but here she okay. is. She's 29-year-old. She was working in a bar. So 29-year-old bartender now re- represents how many people? 600,000, 700,000 people in, 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 in her sure. district, right? Because so there's 435 seats in Congress. So she's one of 435. You mean to tell me that a 29-year-old bartender can get elected to, the, to, 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 to Congress... And you're sitting there as an owner whining about how how do I get involved? Isn't that something, Adam? Look at how things have evolved, where that's exactly, exactly the the mindset of so many people. We know them, business owners. We, we know them. That's what we do. And they, they wouldn't run for Congress and not even run or get involved in an election. They don't have the time. That's how we started talking about this. So, so we, we get the dump we get. Well, <laughs> hold on. So, so I think Alexander is part of a bigger wave they talked about in terms of females coming in. So there were, it's record-setting females coming in all of a sudden. Where we've got uh, last count was I think 98 females will be in the House for for <clears> Congress. <throat> and they have 23 senators. It's about one in four. Now, for those of you who know anything about the U.S. population, actually there's more females than males in the U.S. population. I think it's about 52, 53 percent female, right? Well, that's right? sounding kind of sexist. I, I'm feeling offended here. Well, that's a, good, Jack. That means you're paying attention. Man. Good. So, yeah, being an old man, you got, you got to move. Oh, there's, there's a lot of old men. I thought you were going to say 70 percent of the people are like, you're old white men, but they're not. They're they're lawyers, right? <laughs> All right. So we got we got 90, we got 98 congresswomen, and we got 20, 22 or 23 you know, going to be in the Senate. A couple of races are still out there. But, you know, about one in four, only one in four still, right? Yet there are more than half the population. If the 29-year-old who got who got elected doesn't inspire, how about a dead brothel owner, Jack? That's no wait. That's a good one. So there's he a, won too. He won. He? Yeah. No, this is for a state a state <laughs> assembly in Nevada. This guy died three weeks ago, and he won in a landslide yesterday. A dead guy won. That's good. That's good. We should. So get, a we, tw- should have, we should get more. More runoffs like that where <laughs> we can quiet everybody that way. Well, That's in the state legislature, huh? Legislature. You got, yeah, you got a 29-year-old bartender and you got a dead guy. So weekend at Bernie's, okay, that guy won. He thought, so you're, I feel so bad for the candidate that he beat. All right, the bad news is you lost. The worst news is you lost to a dead guy. You're going to have an asterisk after his name. How right? bad do you feel, right? <laughs> I mean, how, how, how bad can you be? So if we have dead people. I wonder people, what the debates were like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little quiet. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> so if we've got a 29-year-old bartender and a dead guy winning winning different seats, one, you know, one for national, one for state <clears throat> level, right? Why can't you get involved somewhere? If this is possible, again, this is the country that, that we live in right now, right? So there's there's a lot of things kind of going. I guess from, from a broad standpoint, Jack, you know, we saw there weren't a lot of surprises today. Or yesterday for for, for the in election the big, in the big, big picture, picture wise, no. you know there's uh, as you probably know you know obviously president well, we're, we should tell the audience too we're we're from Willoughby Ohio this is where our station is yeah the, the, so those of you listening elsewhere uh, we're we're talking national but you know we're we're probably going to spin down a little bit uh, and touch on Willoughby but. Maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe. You're right. Overall, you have, you know, obviously President Trump still on who's a Republican. The Republicans increased their, their, their hold of the Senate, and then the, the, the Democrats took over, took the, over House. the House. Right. So, overall, so what does that mean for the next couple of years? And 
you know, you've probably heard this word a lot, gridlock. It's not only what you kind of run into in traffic, depending where you live, but that's often what's what's happening. As you were complaining early on, Jack, here about some of the things that aren't going right with our with our government, gridlock's a big part of that. And we haven't seen too much of that in the, in the last two years because the Republicans have controlled all three. They've controlled the presidency and the Senate and the House. So now they only control two of those three, and there's going to probably be some, some gridlock in terms of ability to have some more legislation kind of coming through, anything of significance. So I guess from, from that standpoint, Jack, I'd say it's probably good news from the standpoint that if you news. feel good about how things have been going and where things are today, chances are there shouldn't be any big upheavals in the next couple of years based on how things came out yesterday. Yeah, you can expect the next two years uh, because of gridlock that no serious legislation is probably going to be passed. And that's on balance probably a good thing where everybody just uh, goes on vacation for two years. Not quite that extreme. And I'm sure because of all the bozos we have in there, we're going to have issues that are petty by nature and certainly not our tax dollars at work doing what's best for the country, that's for sure. But nothing significant should be passed. And uh, on balance, I'm okay with that because they don't do a good job of debating this stuff anyway. So the less passed, the better. So from the overall perspective, that's kind of what we see. So, again, as a business owner, if you're, if you're feeling good about where things are right now, you should still feel good about the next few years. If you think things aren't so good, well, then maybe that's time to get involved somehow. That's where you want to stick around for the rest of the show for sure to kind of see what's going on or how to kind of do that. Because we have some good ideas in terms of, and you know, we want to sort of share some of these when we come back from the break, Jack, in terms of why, you know, why should you get involved? Why should it be important? Why should it be important for you to make time in your day to take away from your business or take away from your family, or take away from your sleep in order to get involved? And why would it be important? So stay tuned. When we come back, we'll talk about why it's important to get involved. So stay tuned for that. I'm Adam Sonhalter. I'm Jack Mancini. And the stock market was up 500 points today. That kind of, uh, that kind of shows the, the, the balance of issues that uh, are going to stay the same with gridlock here. That's right. we got more Dirty Secret to Small Business coming your way. So stay tuned here on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, wintradio.com. Still I couldn't find All right, welcome back, you dirty business owners. We're here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business talking about something extra dirty, politics tonight, elections, all kind of fun stuff. Jack, what do you think about that? I think uh, you are right on the nose. Why are politics dirty? Well, it's a dirty game in there. But I just saw something. It's always been that way, going back to the beginning phases of the country here. It's always been that way. A lot of lies, a lot of distortions, a lot of nonsense. It's nonsense. Look at all the problems that could be solved if they quit the nonsense and had people capable of doing it. So you're talking about a, a 40-year-old, 40, no, 20, 20-year incumbent who got beat by a 29-year-old. More of that should happen. Not so much that we're going to get 29-year-olds who are brilliant and solve all the problems, but another take's going to go on. At least someone's going to put effort into try to solve problems. The perception is that these people do not do that. They look for votes. They look for for feathering their own nest, so to speak, and basically uh, look beyond with a career in Washington, D.C., the highest cost of living 
city in the country. Two, three zip codes are the highest in the country. Did you know that, Adam? I, I did. And, you know, I, I saw the ever-quotable Nancy Pelosi a couple of days ago. Somebody was asking her a question about something, why things were kind of tough and relates to being in Congress, what was kind of going on. She said, what do you think, they're coming to a tea party or something like that? Right? <laughs> in terms of your point about why is it dirty and tough, it's kind of how it's been for a while. It's gotten more, you know, I think it's gotten more tough and nasty, or maybe it's gotten more public. You know, you, look, you go back and look at... Uh, the movie Mr. Smith went to wa- goes to Washington, right? With, uh, what's his name? James Stewart. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Stewart. Okay, right. I remember there were early, early scenes of that where he's talking to the, to the press corps. Was that? that movie's in the 30s or 40s, right? So that's we're talking 70, 80 years ago, Jack. And he's doing his stuff, and they got photos of him kind of looking like a total jackass, so to speak, right? And they, hee-haw, doing all this kind of stuff. And they, you know, you know, just, they're getting him to kind of act up, and they, and they printed the story the next day. There was totally not, nothing what he was talking about. But again, trying to make him look like, look like a total schmuck, right? And that was, that was then. That was 70, 80 years ago. Now, fast forward to 2018, and with all the, the, the outlets we've got between traditional medias and social medias and everything else, all kinds of stuff kind of going on, right? So you gotta, you, there's a lot of things you got, you got to be aware of. So, All right, so when we're going to break, Jack, we're talking to folks about, hey, why should people get involved? Why is it important to get involved? Because, again, we, got, we get a lot of pushback from owners that want to say, hey, this is absolutely crazy to get involved in what's kind of going on in politics. So I don't have time to get involved in politics, Jack. So Why? Got people's attention now, right now. Why, why should they look to get involved in politics? Why is it important enough for them to make time to get involved in politics, Jack? Because what do you think? we need, first of all, we need good people. Good, good people with the right intention. And I think most, most people who go to Washington, uh, who are in the House, in the Senate, basically start out wanting to do what's best for the country. But the system is so inappropriate for good basic solving problems or problem solving it just doesn't exist it's it doesn't enhance it doesn't enhance the ability to do that so what we get is a situation that basically people say hey i can't figure out what this 600,000 people want so i got to do what for for myself we got a caller right now and jack got carl on the line Oh, wait a minute. We're going to talk to Carl. I was hey, gonna, Carl, I was you there? Go, I was going to go. I right. am. Hello, Carl. This is Adam. How are you doing tonight? Adam, uh, I love your show. I love your dialogue. I listen on a regular basis. But I had to call tonight because of the the comment about why politics is dirty. And, and I think it boils down to that, that power um, corrupts. Um, you know, the extension of that is, is absolute power corrupts absolutely, but I believe that, that it does corrupt, and I believe it does uh, create an environment where, um, you know, they they feed on each other and, and try to preserve their own. And it's, it's you know, it's sad, but I also think that, that the Democrats, I don't think the Republicans understand the Machiavellian roots of the Democratic Party and their strategy. And I, and I think, you know, when they are described as, you know, bespeckled gentlemen, I think a lot of that applies to the Republican side of, of Congress. And I think that the Democrats recognize that and, and will literally do anything that, you know, gets them to their eventual goal, and that includes destroying good people. Well, that, that's, this is Jack, Carl. It, it Hi, Jack. Certainly, how are you tonight? I'm, you know, I'm excellent. 
good. That's that's exactly the way you should be. And, Absolutely. And I got blessed with another day, and some folks didn't, so I'm grateful. That's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly good right. It. It's a good way to balance it all off. <laughs> You know, one of the reasons, you know, we, we look for simple answers, simple phrases to describe what's wrong with the system. And corruption is an easy word because of all the inaction and the, the sensationalism that certainly is focused on, on a scandal or a negative event. Seems like that's all that happens. You know, let, let, me, let me spend a, a minute or so just describing my experience. I worked with a congressman raising money several years ago, and I got to know a little bit of the inside track in terms of how things go. Uh, if you're going to basically be a representative, be a House member, you have a two-year term. Now think of that, two years. Right. And you are allotted, at the time anyway, it was 18 employees that would be paid by the, the government. 18. So that's your staff of 18. And with those 18 people, you have to staff uh, uh, a Washington office, Washington, D.C. office. You have to have a district office, wherever you are in the country. And you're going to start to gear up and run for Congress in two years because, you know, your term expires in two years. So you have to try to be a legislator and get all kinds of things done and fight the the big nonsense in Washington. So you don't have much of a chance. If you come to Washington, let's say, Carl, you got elected as a congressman, and you come there and you, you're going to bring your buddies and you're all pumped up about, about changing the world here. So on your first day there, they're going to assemble you, they being the Republican leadership, and basically tell you how it's going to be. And if you decide to say, hey, screw you guys, my buddy and I are going to basically, uh, you know, do this and this and this, they'll just let you go. They won't even argue with you. Now, what do you know about about uh, developing a legislative process? What do you know about putting a bill together? You, you know nothing. And I'm saying Correct. this because I know nothing. None of us know nothing, and or very little anyway. So we, we uh, were left to go stand alone somewhere in the corner. The, the leadership gives you the office that you're going to use. It gives you the committees you're going to join. It gives you all these kinds of things that basically will direct you. And for that direction, you're going to be told pretty much what to do. So all those chips fall off our shoulder. And basically, we become part of the, we'll call it the, the system. Or we can not be part of the system, and we'll be just left alone. And all of a sudden, two years have come up, and you've done nothing in Washington. You haven't even hired anybody because you don't know how to hire them. And it's a system that is geared to fail, or it's a system to be basically dominated by one or two people, which is the case. Now so I thought right. I'd give you that long-winded definition of— <laughs> Well, and, I, and, and I, I, think, I think public service is very honorable. I agree 100 percent. Whether it's whether it's the military or it's it's elected or it's voluntary, I mean that you know that is I believe how he wants us to live our lives is to serve others. So I would not I would not want you to think that I think it's first of all uh, you know uh, only a self-centered endeavor. But um, at the same time, what I see what I see. Um, uh, in front of me and the things that I read and, and the responses that I hear. I mean, words matter. They sure do. Well, you, and, you, and, 
And it, it seems to me that, that, that there is so much recklessness in the words that are used to describe not only people and policies, but I mean events as well, that, that skew what I perceive to be, or at least what is my reality when I see these things. And so, you know, it's, um, it is. It is, a, it is a strange time, and, oh, and I'm excited yeah. to see how it plays out. Big time. Yeah, well, we appreciate, we appreciate you, you reaching out today, Carl. I mean, you talked about the idea that, 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 that uh, folks are kind of just looking to, to, to get reelected, kind of, you know, to, to, to survive themselves. And I think yeah, that, that ties into your, to your last comment here, Carl. People will kind of say whatever they got to say to get elected and then hope that nobody takes a look at that once they are elected to see if they're going to do what they talked about. And so it's very easy to be in front of a group and say whatever you want to say to make sure I'm trying to get your vote. And then hopefully you don't pay attention to what I'm doing afterwards. And then I'm, once I'm in, it's so hard to, you know, the, the reason we we're highlighting the, the, the New York district, it's so hard to get an incumbent out once they're in. And there are a couple, right. a couple you know, there's a great movie back in the 90s called The Distinguished Gentleman with uh, Eddie Murphy. Did you ever see that movie? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's, yes. that, that, that depicts it perfectly. Again, in terms of how <laughs> things are set up, you know, that's kind right. of what, what Jack was talking about in terms of, you know, if you're going in there as a, as a freshman congressperson, how difficult it is to kind of to kind of figure things out. And you, you run into all the bureaucrats that are there. It can be very, very difficult. So p- part of, you know, part of the place to start might not be the, the national scene. Part of what we'll get into d- during the rest of the show here is talk about some of the, the, the more local things that that can happen too to kind of just get started we wanted to kind of make sure that, that we had a chance to kind of talk about that a little bit and we appreciate you calling in here carl so we, we we're, up, we're up against the break here we're, we're gonna have to let you go we, we appreciate you reaching out and keep listening thanks for being being a loyal listener to the show carl hope you have a great evening thanks guys for keeping us enlightened you, you bet, bet. So, so yeah, it it, it it can be very, very dirty, and you know, a few things are can be dirtier than politics. And you know, we, we we say there's some dirty secrets in business, but there are all kinds of dirty secrets in politics. So, we got some 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 stories to share, Jack. You you were sharing some of your stories in terms of you know getting involved in one way, but. It, for people to kind of get started, you know, we're kind of talking about in terms of why it's important. I'm going to kind of touch on two in terms of a couple of stories about why or how politics can impact you as a business owner. We'll talk about that, but also how do you kind of get started? What are some of the, the, the baby steps you can take? So stay tuned. We'll touch on that when we come back from the break. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Quincini, and we will tell you how to get started in politics with no cash down and nothing but time to commit. All right, we got more dirty secrets of small business coming your way here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, wintradio.com. After all these tears between us. All right, we're back at it here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Welcome back to the show. We love having you on. This is uh, your co-host, Adam Sonhalter. And this is Jack Mancini, and we're going to talk about starting in politics. Yeah, we're going to talk about a few stories about it. Before we get to that, let me give the number out again, uh, 440-946-9468. Again, 440-946-9468. We've got Sean sitting by if you have some comments or thoughts on this. We're talking about why it's important to get involved. We're kind of going to some, some examples, Jack. How, you know, let me give you some very real-world examples of you know, owner clients of ours where all of a sudden they, they had to come face-to-face with local municipalities where it was creating problems for them in their business. And it could be something very simple. So we had, we had a client of ours who owns a company, and they wanted to change the sign in the front yard. Oh, boy. Yeah. Right? Now, something some, some that would be relatively simple to do, kind of update your signage. The sign was already there. They just wanted to replace it and make it, make it, you know, make it nicer and better. 
and the hours and months it took to get approval and checking off boxes and what had to happen and yeah you know and the additional cost for them too yeah oh yeah you know it has to be concrete versus this versus that all the different regulations that were there it's got to be x number of feet from from the curb and here over there and lit or not lit and all the rigmarole to go through and go talk to council get approved here and there and go you know go to the 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 building committee what was a very simple decision to update and beautify things and make things look better all of a sudden took untold hours and months and, and dollars to get put into place because the government had certain regulations in it now, anybody who's moved into a new location or moved into a new city, or even if you don't own the building, you're just occupying a building, to go in and also now you're dealing with. And usually when you go into the city, you might start with, with somebody who's more in a business development role who's kind of more friendly to you because you know, part of their job is to help you know, grow the community and bring businesses in. But then you run into all their friends who are part of the, the, the city. You know, whether it be, you know, the, the fire inspector here or another inspector over there. And all these little things that can all of a sudden just stop your business. Stop. You know, stop you from either opening or shut you down. And, you know, they're in no hurry usually to kind of get in and make sure things are okay or things that they didn't tell you about or they've got regulations. They had a client that was, that was looking to add some add some office space and they, 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 had moved, they had moved portable buildings in and all of a sudden within a few weeks they had to get things moved out at, at a cost because of problems here. There were, there was all of a sudden there's regulations. There's things, chances are, whether you're, you're a business owner or not, you're going to go through the day and you're going to break a law or many laws of some type and kind because there's so many laws in the books. And as an owner, there are things that you don't necessarily deal with every day that, you know, when, you, when, when it's new, again, like an, uh, opening a new location or, 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 or moving, where it can create tremendous hassles for your business, Jack. <coughs> Excuse me. Hoop. <laughs> so it's, you know, it, it's important to be aware. And how, how do you prevent these things from, from, you know, from happening? Because, you know, again, it's, it's a lot of things kind of day-to-day that can have a very negative impact on your business. Well, there, there's usually it seems to the average person like us, basically common sense is lacking. And I think more often what happens, let's come back to the sign issue, Uh and, uh, a situation perhaps happened sometime down, you know, down the line years ago where, you know, somebody put up a huge sign that was inappropriate and hand painted. And here's here's a, an area that that basically, you know, looks good. However, you know, that that's going to be defined and everyone's kind of conforming to common sense. And here comes somebody who's putting in a huge sign and it's it's disruptive and it, it just kind of breaks the whole sense of what's going on there. So you could see where, well, we can't as council, as the city fathers here, we can't have that. We have to have more conformity. And that's okay. That's, that's a decent enough start. But what happens is a bureaucracy gets created and bureaucracies just continue to roll along and get bigger and more complicated. And where common sense says, look it, Unless somebody puts up something huge, and you can define that pretty quickly. You don't need 30 pages of code and and long hours and costs associated with this to come up with signage. Now, there's a lot of people who will object to this. But if you go back to a a city like Tremont that's going through a rebirth, you know, those kinds of, of 
cities and components of cities are desirable. Close houses, uh, signs, stores that, that basically are not conformed and, and evaluated by bureaucrats. They're, they were built back at a time when those things really, there were no bureaucracies to speak of, only common sense types. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. And that's what you see, Adam, and that's what our client was going through. He had to go through all these hoops to basically redo a sign and, and get through all the, the gyrations to have it approved, that was basically okay. It fit, it fit the circumstance of that street. I don't care who you are. You basically are, are, would agree with that. And he had to go through all these gyrations, and it wasn't a real exception. It was a feeding trough for the bureaucrats. And that's what happens with big government, and that's why we're against big government. But I don't want to go off that that's tangent okay. well, right so, now. So, so, assuming, so assuming we're not like our, our Carl, uh, caller Carl just called in and talked about how he finds it very honorable for people to serve, whether it be in public office or in the military or something else. So if somebody doesn't just look at that as, as a reason why to get involved, Jack, why as an owner? Why as an owner, are you gonna, or if I haven't felt any of the pain like we're, like we're describing with this, you know, this sign, for instance, right? If I haven't felt any of that kind of pain, why should I, as an owner, make time to get involved? Because we need, generally, an owner of a business, generally, all this is generally, is somebody who has a stake in the, in the community, and the community can be defined as the, the city, county that he lives in, the, the state that he lives in, the, the federal government, the mass government that he basically is part of. That kind of person with the experience of practical and something that basically is the, the bedrock of, of this country, and that's hard work. That kind of person comes to government with the right idea, a practical idea that's balanced. That's why. We want more people with, with diversity, and diversity has a lot of different tentacles to it. We're not going to get into all those tentacles tonight. Uh, but... We want people. We just don't want lawyers in Congress. I was going to say, Jack, I'd take your, your 70% number and make it business owners instead of lawyers. I think we'd be in much better shape. I think so, too. We have a lot fewer laws, and at least we have a lot shorter laws because they don't want to put 2,000-page bills together. They'd rather put together two-page bills that are bullet points and to the point, That's you know, right. so to speak. That's right. Well, let's step it way down, okay, because we talked about you know state assembly or, or U.S. House, Congress you know, type of thing. Let's step way, way, way down, Jack. There's, you know, there's some different ways you can get involved and this is where some of the how stuff once you know comes comes in, in terms of how do you how can you get involved and there's lots of ways locally to get involved and it doesn't necessarily need to be in an elected role okay oh, that's one way to go about doing it but let's talk about some of the other ways too and we'll, we'll talk about some of the the, the, the the elected roles jack but you know, why don't you give a you know i don't know if you want to give you know some of your own personal example of what you did or with uh with anthony or we can talk in general so if i'm i'm ready jack You're how, ready? Do I, You're... how do i how do i start you know where do i go what, what do, do I do? do huh? What do I do? You're reading the paper. You're getting fired up. You're reading not not. Well, some people are reading the paper. Others are in front of their. Computer I'm reading my reading device. A, so, yeah. You're reading what's going on. Right. And now you want to start. You're you're emotional in a negative or positive way. Well, depending on what you are, Democrat or Republican, you call the county office, the county that you live in, and. Whoever answers the phone, you just tell them, hey, I want to get involved. And I'll say, come on down. 
and let's uh, interview you, and we'll put you in in one of the teams doing something. So that's by, how it starts. So by way of example, we're we're in Willoughby right now, which is an eastern suburb of Cleveland, which is in Lake County. Right. So I can look up online Lake County Democrats, Lake County Republicans, Lake County Libertarians, Lake County whatever. I can I can look that up, and I'll be able to find a group in that county you'll you'll be able to find that you you definitely i i I will speak for cuyahoga but i gotta believe it's all the same every county has a an office for democrat or republicans okay okay so you you pick up the phone and reach out that's the first step right that's right (laughs) we don't we don't advocate go down there with the tie on that's for sure (laughs) but just go down and you know you walk right into the office and you say i want to get involved that's how you do it and somebody will direct you to somebody who will get you involved. And the way I did it, I was working for a company, and basically one of the managers who worked there, he and I would go out to lunch from time to time, and we were talking one day, and I said, I'd like to get involved with the, with the with uh, one of the parties here. And he said, hey, my brother's, you know, uh, been involved in this. He's older than me. He's an older guy, and he could help you out. Why don't I put you in touch with him? So I did, and we went down, and and uh, the cultural center down by University Circle. Basically, we we uh, you know he said, hey, you look you you know you're a manager type. He said, what if uh, would you mind kind of mustering a few people together and putting a little plan together? I mean, this was a little heady. He didn't have to do this. I'll tell you about my grandson uh, in a minute too. But for me. That's what I did. And all of a sudden, I'm meeting people, very good people, very interested people who who are trying to make the community good. They're volunteering. There are a few paid positions. Those are the ones who had a, you know, pass uh, judgment on you, if you will, to to start with the process. But they're looking for bodies. They're looking for people of all types of skills. And we worked on the Italian Cultural Center uh, program to get that all fixed up. I met people that introduced me then to the the county. I didn't live in Cuyahoga County at the time, another one, and I met the Republican chairman there, and I got involved with the mayor's election and the mayor's uh, processes, and I was invited to uh, ask to be appointed if I wanted to be appointed to the planning commission, and I was. And I was on the planning commission until my travel kind of interfered with that. But the point is, I met a ton of people I consider them good people, still have friends from that process, good friends, and we were all volunteers. We put our efforts together and we did our part. Was it frustrating? You bet it was frustrating. It was frustrating for some of the other volunteers and it was frustrating with uh, the bureaucrats especially. So the point is you can start with nothing but a commitment of time and you can bounce around there because, and stop and think about it, it's not a job at that sense, in the sense that you're going to get fired and you're going to, they'll reassign you to different things that you can do. And I'll tell you about my grandson in a couple of minutes here. Yeah, to go uh, back to how the break. he got started. Yeah, but before I get to, before we get to him, I, yeah, so basically what you're saying, Jack, is you got to open your mouth. That's right? a great way to so, start. Most okay, people so, can do that, too. And, 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 and I'm bringing it up to, you know, it sounds silly, maybe. 
but in today's today's culture, I think people are, are often afraid. You know, people don't want to talk about religion and politics. But that's a bunch of bunk, folks. It is. Got to open our mouths, start talking about stuff, so we understand what we believe when uh, what happens, and if you want to truly get involved. So you mentioned before a couple times, Jack, about the whole idea of getting involved with no money down. Okay, with no money, you you literally, hey, where do I go? Who do I see? And they walk in. Hey, I want to help out. Your point is, people aren't going to throw you out and laugh at you. They said, hey, what can you do? Or, hey, we have something again. They'll start with, hey, put some yard sign up. Something. But they'll, 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 they'll wrap their arms around you and say, come on in. Because, again, it's volunteers. And they'll find they'll find a use. But you got to start by talking. you got to pick up a phone. you got to reach out on an email. you show up in a place. But you got you got to show up to say, hey, you know, I'm willing to start getting involved. And it can be very, very simple. And so that simple lunch... All of a sudden went, and next thing you know, you're, you're part of a planning commission. That's probably a couple of years later, right? right. Well, it didn't right. happen overnight. But here you are, a planning commission, and uh, we only have we have about uh, four seconds before our break, Jack. So I don't know if people know what planning commissions are. Can you tell us in 20 seconds or less, or should we do it after the break? Sure. The city that, that you uh, live in has a, a commission that's appointed by the mayor, which basically all building buildings that are going to be drastically remodeled or built from scratch have to be approved by the planning commission. Okay, so it's a non-elected position. It was appointed. So, you, you know, you, you weren't trying to do that day one, but that's something you, the, 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 you want them getting into. Okay, that's so, right. That's what happens. All right, so we have lots more things about you know, for our last segment in terms of ways and how to get started, but also want to share a story of a, a young 20-year-old who's getting involved, too. So stay tuned for that. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And, yes, we will tell you how to get started. No money down. That should appeal to a lot of people. There we go. All right, we got more more dirty secrets of small business, politics, everything else involved when we come back here from the break. So stay tuned on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, wintradio.com. After all these tears between us. All right, we're back at it for our last segment here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business, talking about dirty secrets of politics and how to get involved here tonight, Jack. So I'm your co-host, Adam Sunhalter, hanging out with my other co-host, Jack. That's Jack Mancini, the other co-host. Yes. So we got a third co-host. No, we don't have a third co-host. <laughs> That'd be co? Can there be three, can there be three co-hosts? Trip, trip coast? Trip host? The trifecta? Trifecta. There we go. All right. Troika. The troika. There we go. That's another one. How about the trinity? Keep on going. How many, how many different traces can we get i don't know all right three the three amigos the what three a great amigos. movie hey i love three amigos hasta la vista baby no he wasn't three amigos yeah, that was right. martin short and steve martin and chevy chase <laughs> hey yes okay every okay we got that going okay so we were as we're coming up to our last break we're talking about, we had some other ideas we want to share in terms of how to get involved and you know, we were talking about your your path, Jack, which was not elected. Just say, raising your hand, saying, hey, I'd like to get involved. And you talked to people about it, and all of a sudden led to, one thing led to another, and here we are a few years later, and you're part of the building department, right? That's right. Okay. That's right. And so that's and that, that's a non-elected position. So most folks in your town probably didn't know, didn't know who Jack Mancini was because you were never on a ballot anywhere and didn't have a yard sign anywhere. You just got appointed. That's you know? correct. Now, and if you screwed something up, they might have known something about you or they'd have been complaining to the mayor about you. Who's this crony you brought in and wherever it might be, right? Because they don't well, know who see, you are. Well, see, that happens. See, I was very idealistic when I first started. Unfortunately, I had to leave after about a year and a half. Wait, does that mean you're not idealistic yeah. anymore, Jack? You, you used to be idealistic, but not anymore. No, no. I, 
<laughs> no, I was idealistic to the end. I didn't serve long, so I had a okay. heavy traveling you got out job. Before. You got out before. So, you got, so you got my ruined. idealisticness <laughs> was uh, still intact. But uh, yes, so so so, so, so th- there are a lot of those non-elected positions as far as ways to kind of get involved. You know, if you want to do that, so you know, part of it could just be hanging around and get you, know, you get involved in the community. You know, I'm involved with with Rotary, and Rotary's all over the place. And right. Usually, you have a lot of local politicians that are involved in that. So part of my time with the Rotary, I've gotten to know known the mayor and folks in city council and folks, in, you know, part of the government. The stuff you're talking about. These are folks I didn't know before then. So I'm going to know them in a different way and understand what they're about and understand what's kind of going on and see what what, what makes some tick so getting to know people that way is is another way that's that you can get involved just kind of get involved in other parts of the of the city to get to meet people as far as what's kind of going on well and and keep going to adam to adam's point here you got to speak up so to go down and and get put on a team if you will uh depending on your age depending on your experience you know you're you're going to be assigned something that's going to be uh, I, I would say appropriate. Okay, let me give you an example. My my grandson, who's 20 years old, is is uh, going to college out of out of state here, and he has basically uh, he w- with this election cycle, he's kind of interested in it. And he and I have good conversations about politics. Cause I I'm very interested in politics, and this election was coming up, and I suggested that he go down to the local office and basically say he'd like to volunteer and you know it didn't take a lot of arm twisting he did now he's out of state he doesn't know anybody in effect uh, especially down there but he he down where he was going to school or is going to school and he got assigned to a, a group that was canvassing each house that basically uh, had the the party affiliation he was handing out paperwork. He was with another college student, a, a woman, and basically the two of them were together, and they basically went house to house. And he came back. He was doing some sign postings, and the uh, the congressman, who was an incumbent, uh, met him. He came into the office, and the office wasn't real crowded, and so he said, I'm the congressman, and who are you? So my grandson introduced himself. He's a very impressive guy, or can be. And basically, they had a nice conversation, and he got to know him. So he is 20 years old. He's he's studying business, and he got involved, and he met a congressman who was reelected again, and he's getting a little tenure, so this guy will probably be on committees. He met uh, several students who were involved. These are interesting, committed people who are doing something other than just sitting around <clears throat> Drinking, watching TV, doing whatever, but they well, did that. anything wrong no, with wait, that, No, Jack. no, they did that, too. <laughs> there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> he ended up with a group who did it uh, with them. So. <laughs> but the point is, you meet people, and you can do things, and it's easy to do. That's And it doesn't cost dollars. And that's, you know, so when somebody's pretty sharp and they show up like that, my God, these people are, are put into a situation that gives them great experience in meeting people. And it's it's you know it's just it's deflating when when I see somebody like that, and we see you know clients uh, and and other workers that are pretty sharp kids. We say, why don't you go get involved? You can put yard signs out. You can do all these little jobs that need to be done. So kids, so kids and adults. So that's another way. Kids and adults both. So 
I know it's your age. Jack Kirby's kind of like a kid, but you know. Yeah. You know, no, but, you're right. Oh well, yeah. You need, our clients are in their 40s or considered you need, kids. You need old right. men too. You know? <laughs> we do. We need a combination. <laughs> Let me go some other, some other ways. So you you alluded a little earlier when we were talking to Carl about uh, how you got involved and understand how the how the Congress works in terms of you know running your own office and everything else. And so where that came about is another way to get involved is you can either donate to candidates or you can raise money. And so the way you got involved and understood that was you were able to raise some money for a congressperson. Right. right? And so if you're doing that, again, that's a way where, again, you aren't, you aren't the one out front running for your office. But here, you're, it's another way to, to support. And it's, maybe it's a step up from just showing up and volunteering your time. Now you're volunteering some time, but you're also volunteering some of your own personal bucks. And you're tapping into folks who you know. And you're bringing them in. You're able to, to be able to raise money to support somebody. That's another way to get involved. Okay, yeah, and that's so, right. So we can go show up for free, like you were saying. We can donate money or raise money for somebody. And there's lots of other local things you can get involved. Let me just run a couple simple examples, Jack. You have things like you know local school boards. Okay, so if education's your thing, you want to get involved. Well, the school boards mm-hmm. are elected positions. Okay, that's correct. City council. City Council is, a, is another thing that's, again, local, and you know, it's elected. Usually there, there are some different wards or precincts that you have, and you also have some, some general seats that, that you know, typically kind of work out from there. Maybe from a bigger, a little bigger, maybe you go to like a county commissioner type thing, you know, something, you know, something like that. So there, there are lots of different steps along the way to try to get involved. And... You know, so the, the 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 key here, the key hurdles, as we're kind of laying this thing out at the beginning, Jack, is trying to figure out why is it important to get involved and and and, and try to get you, you know, interested in that part of it. So hopefully we did some some help with that, but also then how. You know, if, if I am excited, I'm jumping up and down, and you know, coming off an election cycle, people are often your point, whether it's good, excited, positive energy, or I'm upset and it's negative energy. Either way, you got energy, right? So right. let's take that energy and let's focus it somewhere. So we can't use the excuse of I don't have any money because we just gave some examples of ways to get involved without having money. If you have some money or have some access to money, that's another way to get involved. Or if you want to be the candidate. Again, we highlighted at the opening of the show somebody who's a 29-year-old bartender who now is a member of our United States Congress. Isn't that interesting? Right? I mean, isn't that interesting? That's like a made-for-TV movie, isn't it, Jack? Like the after-school right. specials you used to have all the time? Here's what you can be is, you know, to, to, inspire, to inspire some kids. To me, that's what you want. And, and, and so, so try for those things. So if, if that's your thing and you want to be the one out there, because, again, um, there's a lot of power involved in these things. There is. I don't care how, what level you're talking about, whether it's, you know, whether it's being on the school board or the city council or, 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 or going to the U.S. Senate. There's a lot of different. There's a lot of power that's part of these positions, and if you're a good person, smart person, capable person, why you're shouldn't gonna, you be the person who has that's that? That's exactly right. That's how you should look at it. Go to council meetings and sit in the audience. Watch how they conduct business. Watch how they they uh, uh, handle themselves. Basically, get the the lay of the land, and and don't be intimidated by the fact that you can't be one of them. Because you can, <laughs> unless you're a total bozo. So if not, uh, assess assess whether you're a bozo or not. If you aren't a bozo, you can you can get involved at some level and feel satisfaction. You 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 can. You're going to get to know the players rather than just 
talk and pass on rumors and impressions that aren't factually true. Wait, is that our, is that our caveat, Jack? Uh, hey, if you're a bozo, you know, ignore this entire show if you're a bozo. That's we don't right. Want, we don't need more of you involved. We've got enough bozos that are involved. That's those, <laughs> those are non-bozos. There's probably, there's probably a bozo quiz online somewhere. If you, I'm sure if you Google it, you know, just Google bozo quiz or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we can, we can create one so, of those. Yeah, yeah we, we, could t- we could tell you quickly whether or not. But yeah, your point. So if you go... You know, to, to like city council, don't, don't be um, intimidated by the pomp and circumstance where often they've got these folks up on these higher levels, right? Where all of a sudden they're up on top and you're down low looking up and, you know, it can, can, can be physically intimidating about stuff. But go and see and check it out and, and, and make a first step. So if you, if you want to get involved, do something between now and the end of the year to get involved. Take yeah. that first step. And at any point in time, if it's not right for you, you can always stop. You can always stop, you know, but you're going to learn something about you and, and yourself and about how, how things work. And, you, and even if you get involved for a little bit, you're going to make an impact. So, so this applies. This applies to business owners, your employees, your family. You can even make it a family affair. You can you 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 can just change your routine, and you're going to open up a world that you never even thought you could be involved in that's right do it just do it don't find reasons not to do it there we go all right do it our time is up for this week we thank you for joining us on this week's edition of dirty secrets of small business we'll be back here next wednesday 7 p.m eastern if you want to hold of us in between you can shoot us an email radio maximumvp.com or give us a call 877-849-0670 and learn more dirty secrets of small business next wednesday 7 p.m eastern Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM, and online, wintradio.com.